There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode 9 of season 1 of Krypton. And we can say season 1, for real. Yes. <laughs> yes, we can. We found out we are getting a season 2, which is great because, holy crap. Yeah. All right. So, our ratings aren't too bad, which you're going to talk about in a second. I have been talking to people who have been big DC fans, and a lot of them still haven't watched this. So, I have a feeling that... Unfortunately, a lot of them that I've talked to are, are like my college kids from work. Right. And so they can't afford cable apparently at school. <laughs> so I have a feeling that if they're going to be looking at live plus, or not even live plus seven, like all the streaming, which a lot of them are starting to look at, they're going to see huge jumps in numbers over the summer. Right. So let's talk about these ratings, which I still think are really good. I would not right. mind these at all. No. Oh. Episode 9 brought in a 0.19 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.606 million viewers, making it the 36th rated cable show for the day. I've, again, pretty good to me. Yes. If for I had that many sci-fi people. Sci-fi numbers, yes. <laughs> Heck, if we had that many people listening to us right now, I'd be totally cool with that. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Unfortunately, the Live Plus 7, Nielsen seems to be decided it's just going to do them every other week. What? I'm so surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think we're giving up on that, but at least they are kind of keeping up with it. But I think we discussed in one of our other shows that it seems like Nielsen may kind of be obsolete. Yeah, unless they start putting streaming numbers in there, their numbers just really don't mean that much. But if as but as long as the networks are looking at that. Right. I think that's really plus for everybody. Yep. All right. Let's jump into episode nine, shall we? All right. Entitled Hope, Seg must decide if he is willing to make the ultimate sacrifice in the greater good of Candor. Well, I mean, he is Superman's granddad. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Right now, he is still not, like, where I want him to be. But then again, he's still like a kid. Yeah, he's still in his early 20s, so he's got to grow into it. Yeah. Okay, we open with Seg roaming the labyrinth, the valleyways of the rankless sectors as Black Zero wanders the streets unchecked and the Kandorian Council remains in hiding. Uh, Well, I can't say I'm I'm really surprised the Council's hiding out. No, not at all. (laughs) They're hiding in their ivory towers, which... Probably isn't a good place to hide. No, 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 no. <laughs> so he heads into a secluded domicile where Lyda is waiting, and they try to formulate a plan. All right. Lyda seems very distraught with everything that's going on between 
Well, all of her family. Right. Well, and she should be. She just got through shooting her mom. Yes. And I'm really starting to wonder where her head is, though. Right. And that's what's kind of worrying me. Because we haven't seen any kind of emotion like she's shown in the last, I'm going to say, total episode between last week's and this week. Right. So it just kind of got me worried. And I'm wondering how much it's because of Zod. And is he really messing with her head? I think so. It's... Because he is so similar to her mom, it's almost like she's going, well, okay, then I must have raised him basically like Jaina raised me, so I better start becoming that way. Or, and and here's my tinfoil hat theory. Right, bring it on. Zod is not telling you everything, so maybe you weren't around and your mom had raised him. Yeah. That's That's what I was thinking. Also a very strong possibility. Because with Brainiac coming, we really don't know what's happening. Because in all honesty, I mean, if even though he's like, oh, you told me this, you told me that, it really means nothing because we don't have to believe anything coming out of his mouth. No, and I wouldn't. And we obviously know that once they prick their fingers, they don't even have to be alive once the kid is born. Even though at this point, I'm still feeling like, you know, time paradox thing. They haven't done that with, well, they've done it, but they, <laughs> you know what I mean? With yes, the chamber. Absolutely. So, and that's what, that's very curious too. As you go, okay. Cause through all this word of drow stuff that we've gone through, they've made it sound like this is really the only way you're going to have children. Right. And that's what they kind of hinted at this whole time, too. Right. And we have not seen either one of them two together at the Genesis Chamber. Right. So that's why I'm like, head scratcher, is this supposed to be be further on? Because Zod kind of made it sound like that he was, I guess, in the process. (laughs) I don't know how to talk about this. It's so weird. He was baking, you know, at the time that Brainiac was there. But I don't know. So I'm so confused. That's all. Okay, let's keep moving because my confusion is only going to grow more the more I think about it. Yep. So they, <laughs> she informs him that Dev is recovering in a nearby med bay and is ready to uh, plunge back into the fight. But to confront and defeat Brainiac, they're going to need a whole lot more courageous commandos like him. Well, that sounds great. Yeah. Where are you going to find him? Right. Seg contemplates his family's troubled past and doubts his role in saving the universe. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Right, because you've been acting like you didn't care for a minute. Yeah. So, of course, Lida comforts him with kisses, and the camera backs away slowly as the intimate (laughs) sea rises. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, sorry, guys. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But see... And this is this is where things get weird because Seg is in a nightmare, but I'm kind of feeling like, is it a nightmare? Is it almost like a glimpse of the future somehow? Because he's on Brainiac. It's just like you called it a skull ship and that's what it looked like. But I thought it was just because it constantly moved. Is it actually called like the skull ship or is that just what we've dubbed it? I think that's just what we've dubbed it. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) It's creepy. Yeah. 
and he sees all the different worlds, and that kind of freaks him out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, but then the fact that Brainiac is talking to him, I'm like, is he actually somehow talking to him? This is what I didn't get, because the vines, like, are all around him all of a sudden, and right, I'm like, oh, crap. Is it more than just what we've seen? The, what did they call it? The, not the messenger, but the sentinel. Yeah. Is it maybe, thank you, sorry. Is it maybe more than just the actual big thing that we've seen? Could it almost have been like little spores of things where it won't actually take you over, but Brainiac can screw with you? That wouldn't surprise me a bit. Because that's what I was starting to feel with this. It just seemed so real. Obviously, that was the point. Yes, <laughs> it really was. But especially when he's talking to Seg, he's like, yeah, I'm coming right for you. It's like, oh, God, what does this mean? And, of course, when he wakes up and light is not there, I'm starting to think even worse things are happening. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But before we get there, let's go pay Daron Vex a visit oh. as he is imprisoned in Black Zero's HQ and... Of course, gets a visitor from their fearless leader, Jax Ur. You know what? She is pretty badass in this. Oh, yeah. Absolutely pulled this off. Just, oh. Not sure where I like her more in this or 12 Monkeys. Because 12 Monkeys, it's the character you want to hate. Yeah. And in this, (laughs) she is just so, I don't know, so fierce with everything and just, Telling you, all right, you know what? I was a scientist. I was doing this, and you corrupted everything, and I knew you were going to turn on me. Right. It's like, oh, damn. Like, she's not pulling any punches. No, none whatsoever. And like in 12 Monkeys, like I said, we just love to hate her. Yeah. So I'm not sure what I like more. (laughs) She's great. Yes, she is. But everything that we learn right now was amazing because she was a doctor, too. A scientist and a doctor, a healer. That she learned some of her tricks were able to not just help people, but you can kind of turn that around. Yeah. And can be used for torture. It's like... Inflict massive pain. Yes. And, man, Daron thought he was okay at some point, but ha-ha. Yeah. That was the best part. I'm just going to throw that out there. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Seeing him in pain, just, yes, that was... I sound horrible, but... <laughs> but, oh, he's such a good... All right. Yes, he is. Smack, smack, smack. He deserved a couple punches, too. But when she's, like, talking to him, and he's getting... Oh, he's getting Daron, basically. Yeah. And I just... That look on his face. And she's like, oh, okay... All right, you want to, You think you're bigger than this. Hold on a second. Let me hit this little button. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, he changed his tune really fast. Yeah. Of course, Jax kind of hit it a lot, but I, I'm not mad at her. No. Darren does admit he's guilty, finally. Yeah, finally he does. Took long enough. Yeah. And then when she's like, I knew that you were going to screw with my invention. Right. And I don't understand exactly what happened because she told him about her fears of the degradation of the codex and basically the technology making it, was it 
that it degraded their cells so much that the Genesis Chamber is the only means of reproduction, or she was fearful that that's what was going to happen? I think she was fearful that that was going to happen. Okay. Because that's what I was starting to get confused about. Because it seemed like everybody assumed that is the only way. Right. No, I, I don't believe that is the only way because of the simple fact that the rankless probably don't get to use the Genesis Chamber. That's, that was exactly where I was going to go with this. Right. Thank you so much. Because I'm thinking, <laughs> was Una supposed to be somehow out of the Genesis Chamber? That's why I was like, I, I had a head scratcher. So, okay. Thank you for clearing I think that the up. Gen- Genesis Chamber was strictly for the ranked. I gotcha. Okay. Because of the Varro Protocol. Oh, man. Seriously, Daron? And of course, he's the one who did this. Yeah. He took more of her work and totally corrupted it. And I wasn't even sure what was happening when they were tr- trying to talk about it. Right. I didn't understand it till the end. Right. Oh, man. But, hey, she got a couple more zaps in on him, by the way. (laughs) And probably the information she needed to uh, allow her to access it, so. Hey, I guess she got what she needed with that. Yes. So, back in the depths of the Rankless, Seg hears from Jaina that Lyda and Zod have taken off with the Black Zero skimmer to go grab Doomsday out of his chilly containment chamber. And at this point, I'm like, okay, Lida had to be taken against her will, right? Because she was there and she knows what's what with Doomsday. So she wouldn't be stupid enough to go with them, right? You would think, but... I'm hoping, but we know I'm wrong. Right. Because we end up seeing Zod and Mommy Dearest, also known as Lida, into the, and I keep screwing up this one, Sethanite tunnels. Yep. And... All right, we're going to where Doomsday is. And this whole time, I'm like seriously grinding my teeth. Like, you piece of crap, Zod. Yeah. And Zod is just making it sound so perfect. And Lyda is listening. Yeah, just eating it all up. It's like, yeah, okay, this will work, this will work, yeah. Right, yeah, because Doomsday is an apex predator. So he's obviously going to go for the strongest target. Right. And that's going to be brainy. God, hard. (laughs) <laughs> really? It's going to kill everything it sees. Right. And I was just... And like, when it gets to Brainiac, then it'll deal with Brainiac. Right. It's not going to go for him first. And this whole time, I'm just like, you're not that stupid. Why are you acting stupid? Yeah. <laughs> but of course, we're like, all right, we'll be okay. Because right. we need both of their bloods. Yeah. <sighs> Unfortunately, this is when we do find out some information that i was not expecting no not at all (laughs) because zod's about to try to you know do whatever with the trigger but hey seg pops up and he's like i'm not giving you blood and you can't do this and of course zod's like (laughs) foolish man yeah sorry dad right i think my jaw hit the floor yeah. <laughs> now, anybody listening, I really need to know if this is actual canon. I mean, I'm thinking it's not. Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, it's, but I don't think. So. I mean, they're kind of rewriting everything. If yeah. That's the case. <laughs> yes, they are. It's like holy crap. So then, 
if that's the case, he would be Superman's uncle, right? Yeah. Or great uncle, whatever. But still, what? What? I mean, come on. Because, holy cow, I think at this point, even Seg was like, what? And I love it because Lyda still has, I mean, she looked a little shocked, but she has almost no expression on her face. Right. It's like, show us something, Lyda. Show me surprise, like serious <laughs> surprise. Show me that, oh, that you're like, holy crap, wait, you kept this huge thing from me? Right. They were ticked because Strange didn't tell them about Candor. This is a pretty big bombshell, too. Right. Though, of course, he says that, oh, he just figured it out. Yeah. Yeah, right. okay. I think we all call bullcrap on that one. Yeah. Yeah, all right, well. He came from the future. He knew exactly who his parents were. Exactly. And, of course, Seg's like, okay, I need to try to digest this for a minute. But, of course, as he's kind of sitting back like, I don't know how to process, the chamber opens. <laughs> And now Zod has something he has to process. (laughs) Yeah, because Doomsday isn't in there. Nope, whole thing's gone. I love it, and Seg's like, (laughs) you thought. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because Seg had to know something, that if they were going there, that Zod had a plan to open it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, he didn't think it was his kid, of course, but he had to know that they had some kind of plan. Right. So that was interesting. That they're like, all right, we need to get this out. So then I'm wondering, since they needed the blood of both, was Jaina there with him when this happened, when they moved it? Because I don't remember. I believe so, because he basically, basically tells Zod that I know these tunnels better than you do. And we were able to get here and get it moved before you even found it again. Hmm, okay. I'm like, there, I knew there had to be something. Right. I was just like, okay, where did the other blood come from? That's what I was kind of like, hold on a second. Because you don't see Jaina at all with in the next group. Right. Because we have the Sethanites. Why can't I say that? And Reka and the next scene. And we see them moving the coffin through the catacombs. And we see um Nissa. I'm like, I blanked on her name for a second. Yeah. Nissa with them. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Because I am so on the fence with her at this point. Like, I'm really hoping she's on our side. Right. But everything that Zod's done, I get really worried that she's just on her Her own side. Her daddy's daughter. Yes. Were you worried? (laughs) Oh, I'm still worried. (laughs) I do not trust anybody right now. This is so sad, Steve. You and I have watched too many shows. Yes. We're like, "I, I don't care if that's literally a knight in shining armor i don't trust him yes you gotta prove it to me first (laughs) but nissa calls and she's like oh we're having some problems over here and okay correct me if i'm wrong is like the little microphone that they're talking to everybody right around you can hear what's going on right you would think yeah okay so zod at this point knows that they're moving the the beast right and it's like, yeah, good luck trying to find him at this point, because it could be anywhere. Right. But at the same time, they wanted Seg where they were. So I'm like, uh, isn't this a bad idea, saying it over this open mic right now? Yeah, <laughs> just a little. Yeah, well, because this, what is it, the cell, I guess, that they have him trapped in, entombed in. Right. It's like really, really old. Yeah. 
and very ancient and beginning to fail. Probably not the best idea to move it, but then at the same time, I was wondering, okay, if they didn't move it, would it have failed anyway? Right. That's a good question. I think if it would have stayed encased in the cell, it probably wouldn't have failed. Okay. Well, they're hoping that Val-El is able to decipher this this ancient technology, which I think is funny that they say ancient technology and it looks like super advanced. Yeah. (laughs) Because it's... Basically, he's the only chance they have. Right. And it's like, all right, well, we're going to have this. And, of course, Lyda and Zod are like, no, nah, I'm, I'm going to find them. We're going to get them. Yep. And every time this happens, I want to slap Lyda. Every single time. Quit being on his side. I don't care if he says it, he's your son. You know what? Maybe I'm going to say I'm your great aunt. How about that? Are you yeah. going to believe me? <laughs> no, not necessarily. You don't know anything. He could have taken that, like, Charm off your cold, dead body. You don't know. Right. I don't like this man. But, of course, the leadership of the uh, Sithonites decide that we probably ought to bring this thing to Kandor. I couldn't believe she even said that. So, Brainiac will take it when he takes the city, and we'll be able to wipe our hands and get on with our lives without having to worry about it ever again. That was pretty messed up. But uh, on the other hand, it's like, I understand what she's saying. She's like, my people have been burdened with this for centuries. And your people did it to us. Right. So I can can understand. She's like, he's taking it anyway. Let's just like slide this in like here to have this piece of cake too. Don't mind that it's poisoned. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if he were to take it, do you think? Brainiac would even know? No. He wouldn't have an idea because it isn't conscious yet. Oh, that's true. But she is only able to know with all of them that are awake. Yeah, it's not like he's in the little cities or anything, like checking it out. Okay. So we head back over to uh, Black Zero HQ and Daron is in his cell. Oh my god. And he tries to buy his way out. Like, as he's doing this, I was so disgusted with him. Oh, absolutely. He was groveling and trying to... Bribe the guy. the guy all the riches of the word of Rao. Right. He knows where it's hidden and it could be all yours. Yeah, I'm just like, oh my gosh. Quit being that guy for, like, a minute. Right. Although... It gets him out of there somehow. Yeah, this... Okay, I do have to say I was a little impressed. Just a little bit. Right. Because he didn't seem like he had a thievery in him. No, but he did manage to uh, snag the key, disguises himself as a rankless bum, and acquires a skimmer with which he zooms out of the city and promptly crashes the rig when Zaxer (laughs) triggers the pain disc in his neck. That is what I was talking about earlier. She's yeah. like, oh, you thought you had to be close to me. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> and uh, kudos, Jax, because I am totally clapping. Because when that happened, I'm like, yeah, that's what you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was. It was a bad episode for Daron. <laughs> and I'll tell you, I was okay with that. <laughs> Every bit of it. <laughs> now, 
I honestly don't think he's dead, though. No, probably not. But if he's out in the um, wasteland uh, winter, uh, he might not live too long. I don't know. He's slimy. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, he's a snake. So, yeah, you just can't kill right. him. So, yeah, I, I expect to, he'll show up when we least expect him. But we have, oh, crap. I think you misspoke earlier. Yeah. And I just realized yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, this is where we get into the Jaina and Zod fight. Yes. Where Zod invokes the spirit of Jormon and challenges Jaina to a Pandorian duel to the death. Okay, now right here, I don't know why Lyda didn't step in. It's like, no, no, no. Right. This isn't even your timeline. You don't know what doing this can do to the timeline. Right. But it's like, yeah, all right, go ahead. She didn't even question it. No. And I'm thinking because of, of course, all the various sci-fi you and I have both talked about previously. I'm like, how is this not going to blow the whole timeline completely out of whack? Right. It absolutely will. And I'm just like banging my head going, no, you can't do this. (laughs) And watching, and, and Jaina is pretty hardcore. Oh, yeah. Watching Jaina, like, basically beat the crap out of him. I'm like, yeah, that's what you get for messing with your grandma. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the weirdest conversation because he is so much older than her at this moment. Right. But Lida's just like, oh, huh. And then shoots her mom. And I'm like, what? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Gotta save my son. No, you don't. That ain't your kid. At least not yet. Yeah. And, oh, man, so Zod is super ticked because she, quote-unquote, stole his honor. Right. And Jane is ticked because her daughter just shot her. Yeah. But when they look back, she's disappeared. Uh, and I hope that that just burned in Lida's eyes. Yeah. And into her brain, that image of that, I can't even say disappointment, but just, yeah, you know what? It is disappointment and pain in her yes. mother's eyes. Absolutely it is. That you're choosing somebody that you don't even know if what he says is true over your mother. Right. Damn. Yeah. And, of course, kind of stomping all over the honor, too. Yeah. So we head to the Fortress of Solitude, where Valel tells Segs about the origins of the L symbol and its meaning of eternal hope. And apparently everybody knows where the fortress is at this point, by the way. Yeah. It's like Walmart. Everybody goes, I guess. I don't know. So Seg ponders his future and the far-off legend of his grandson, Superman. Hope is the most powerful weapon if Krypton is to survive this invasion. It's going to take a whole lot more than hope, guys. Yeah, yeah. I think a little bit more might help. Just throwing that out there. And then he decides to tell Nyssa a little bit more information that he knows why the voice was drawing power or draining power from the Genesis Chamber. Right. Okay, great. You can clue all of us in, because I'm just thinking he's killing everybody's kid. Right. No. He's, like, trying to do some super steroids. He's juicing up. Yeah. And why do you think he had to do that? Well, I have a feeling that even the sentry can't provide a signal indefinitely. Okay. And I think the longer it goes, the weaker the signal gets. So it needs that much more power. Okay. Because if Brainiac's ship lost the signal, it wouldn't know where to go to where it needed to be. 
Oh, so basically it's like a GPS. Right. Okay. It's running on low power. Gotcha. <laughs> you go, oh, no, don't, don't die yet. Don't die yet. I'm almost there. And apparently there's only one place besides the actual Genesis chamber with enough electrical energy to satiate the power. And that is the generator that runs the city's protective dome. Yeah. Which I'm like, uh-oh, what's happening now? <laughs> because that was just kind of confusing, too. They didn't really explain why the dome was there in the first place and why it's like perpetual winter. Right. But it's like, all right, well, we got to figure this out. But I think at this point, Nissa's just like, uh, hello, kid, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> Our child's in there. Right. And, of course, we're not going to be able to do this alone. Right. So, somehow they find Jax or a gun. Because yeah. I figured and she'd be running at this point, like, okay, we need to get out of here if this is going up. Yeah. And they have to convince her to offer some muscle. And, of course, she's determined to eventually shatter the ranks, strip the guilds of their oppressive power, and return Kandor to the people. Kind of sounds like a Zod. Right. <laughs> yeah, except... I don't think she was really concerned about being, like, the guy in charge. No. Where Zod was like, yeah, we're going to do this, but I'm in charge. Yeah. Very Voldemorty. So a temporary truce is, is enacted between Black Zero and the Sagittari in order to storm the power generator and defeat Brainiac. But first, a little side visit to the Genesis Chamber is in order. Oh, is this a good idea? I feel like uh, bad things are about to happen. Yep. And of course, we cut away and end up in the bowels of the catacomb, and Jaina is barely alive, and notices that there is a hooded figure following her. And jaw drop number 5032. Yeah. It ends up being Vidar, her long-lost brother. I... Cannot believe it. Like, we thought earlier he was going to pop up. We thought he was not. Right. And I can understand him being ticked then. But it wasn't. He, But he's here now, and he seemed genuinely concerned. Yeah. Like, he's not carrying this grudge for No, and I was expecting years. it. Yes. <laughs> I was expecting bad feelings, but apparently no. But I don't know, because we don't get anything else. Right. Yeah, we just see him take her away. Just happened. Oh man. And let's go back to Jax Ur, who is in the Genesis Chamber. Yeah. And she's able to access the secret program. And I cannot remember the password right now, but I know there was a lot of speculation that there's going to be a lot of quote unquote DC nerds changing their passwords right now. <laughs> Probably I'm like, so. had I remembered it, I might, but I'm not that big. But whatever. I thought it was kind of cool. <laughs> And, of course, it's weird because the wall behind all the little eggs opens up. Right. I thought the little egg things were on a track, like, connected to the wall. They're not. <laughs> no. And it's like, what the hell are those things? Yeah. And with everything that we found out back at the fortress about the voice, like, using this massive amount of energy with the Genesis Chamber, and then you see all these bodies hanging there, I'm like, are we in the Matrix? Yeah. What is happening? Exactly. Exactly. Because we have row upon row of clones representing the most elite ranked houses lying in suspended animation. Yeah. 
serious jaw drop. Yes, very much so. And then that right there, and then going back to what Jack said about not being able to reproduce, I'm like, is that why nobody's able, or like, not nobody, but that they can't reproduce? Have they been secretly just cloning people and a copy of a copy of a copy kind of thing? Yeah, and that's possible. And now I'm looking at everybody that we've seen and we're like, well, what are you? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Do we know? No, I don't think we do. Yeah. And Jax is just sitting there like, I don't believe this crap. Yeah, a bold plan, but this has got to end now. I thought she was going to do some self-destruct thing right there. Right. So we cut back to the power generator as we see Seg leading a strike force of Black Zero and Sagittarius soldiers into the Dome's main power station. Oh, yeah. Everybody looked like they were going to really get along. Yeah. Not going <laughs> to happen. So, of course, in the background, connected via bands of black cables, the sentry is sucking down juice like there's no tomorrow. And he easily invades the minds of the combined forces them and seduces them into killing each other in a mass slaughter that only leaves Seg alive. Yeah, it didn't seem to take too much. No. Like, oh, let me twist that all. arm a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, man. And then the fact that Seg was the one alive, I'm like, okay, well, this is good, but how is Seg going to hold up when all of those people couldn't? Right. But weirdly, and he was able to. Yeah. He gets levitated and... I think I was holding my breath because he gets kind of, like, levitated outside where I thought the voice was going to drop him. Right. Yeah, I really think I was holding my breath. (laughs) Moved him towards the uh, red stream of the power beam. Yeah. And just seconds before his death, Nyssa sprints up from behind and stabs the sunstone crystal into the alien being's neck. I'm like, wait, does it have superpower? Yeah, what is that? Because... Why would... Crystal had... Yeah, I I don't know. Maybe she just happened to hit him just right. I guess, like yeah. Power core. I don't know. But, like, it was basically evaporating. Right, yeah. It just melted away. And it just kind of, like, burst into a bunch of pieces. And Nyssa and Seg have a moment. And I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm still worried about you, Nyssa. Yeah. But I'm like, oh, you have their moment. And then I loved it because, like, I didn't think that was going to work. Well, glad you were going to try anyway, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, we appreciate that. Yeah. But as they're having this moment, and you're like, okay, I think I can believe her and trust her. All of the weird stuff starts happening behind them, and they kind of turn around and they're like, all right, we need to get out of here. Because pieces are, like, all coming together. Oh, it was creepy. And yeah. turned into, I'm guessing, Brainiac. It was. And it was super creepy Brainiac. Yeah. So, yeah, mm-hmm. they, like, grab the sunstone and book out before he comes all the way together. Yeah. Fortunately for them. Yeah. And I believe we end when Brainiac's like, yeah, I'm here. woo And let's yeah. open this dome up. Exactly. I just, I was so confused with the fact that he became Brainiac. Right. And and so that's what I'm just like, oh, what? I didn't understand. But it was a really awesome visual, and it was creepy. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so anything else you want to say about this? Because I kind of kept going on and on about the weird crap that was happening. 
No, I mean, it. it is massively insane right now. It is. And I'm like, still, I want to root for you, Nissa, but I'm still keeping my eye on you. Right. You're still a vex. True. And we don't know what happened to your father, so now I'm really like, mm, I'm going to wait and see. Right. We don't know how many clones he has up there in rafters. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe <laughs> they just, yeah. Oh, okay. Activate this one. All right. What do you guys think about everything? Let us know at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Or those of you who have reached out to us on Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, love all the comments. Thank you. Just send us your ideas on all of it because I am so confused with some of this stuff because I don't know if any of this is canon. So let us know. <laughs> yeah. But while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us, tell your friends. We do hope you're enjoying the podcast. Don't forget to check out our website, www.fangirlzone.com. We have our contact page there. We put all sorts of stuff up about cons and books and anime and all sorts of fun stuff that we get. And, of course, the podcasts, which, you know. I think you've already found us if you're listening to this one now. But anyway, for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. As long as there is an L on Krypton, there will be hope. And hope can be a powerful weapon. And until next time.